Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again. And I wanted to revisit the Cent.co platform and one more time share the Medium post that the developer Max Brody wrote a couple months back because I think that and I feel that it encases the totality of what this platform and what many more to come, you know, using this new form of technology, i.e. the blockchain and smart contracts has to offer. So once again, what we're looking at right now, um, for those that are watching, I'm also recording this for my podcast of the new money matrix. And this right here is going to be, I've been meaning to do it for a while now. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I'm finally knocking it out. So I've got my viewers and I've got my listeners. And for those that are viewing right now, what we're looking at is the Scent platform, which is in the beta stage right now. And it's much like any other social media site, so to say, where you could post stories, pictures, uh, links to videos, whatever the case may be. Uh, moving 3D art, as you can see here, real nice. But I want to get straight into the uh, meat and potatoes of, the, of, of this platform. And now you got to love their slogan. Income from anywhere, and that's the slogan for Scent, and I'm getting into exactly why it fits it so heavily. So this is a medium post that was written by Max Brody on November 30th of 2017. So it's been a lot of um, a nice number of changes since then, but for the most part, the original vision is still intact and working uh, as perfect as ever. So it goes on to say, at the end of the summer. My co-founder Cameron and I began testing the beta version of Scent, an ambitious project we've been conceptualizing and building since February of this year. Scent is a complex technology with a simple interface and an evil simpler mission to enable anyone to earn income from anywhere. Simply put, it's the evolution of social network into an income source. Most of us spend hours each day working for free. We pour our creative energy into networks that give us no direct economic value in return. Statuses, tweets, Instagrams, and snaps all take time to create and provide unique value to many people. Yet nearly all the value they generate is directed to the singular profit of the corporations who maintain these services. And I'm going to pause there. And I want you to really think about what was just said in this paragraph and how true it is. And how hard it is for the human man to create, but how easy it is to monetize off it willingly, unwillingly, consciously or unconsciously. I'm going to go over and I'm going to read this paragraph over again because I, I, this is like the perfect opening to the future of income and where it could and will be, in my opinion. It goes on to say, once again, most of us spend hours each day working for free. They're talking about the hours you spend on your social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. That's, 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 that's time out of your day. Remember, sweat equity. We pour our creative energy into networks that give us no direct economic value in return. This is fact. When's the last time you have ever got a penny for a Facebook like or an Instagram love heart? Um, it goes on to say statuses, tweets, Instagrams, and snaps. All take time to create and provide unique value to many people. Yet, nearly all the value they generate is directed to the singular profit of the corporations who maintain these services. Before blockchains, there never really was a viable alternative. Given the technology available, internet companies had to create centralized code bases. And since they created and maintained the software, they could easily reap the financial rewards of its use. But in the last decade, an alternative substructure of the internet has begun evolving. 
one that allows for new type of users compensate networks to exist. In the same way the web democratized access to information, blockchains are democratizing access to value and trust. Very key. We're moving towards a world where networks are the predominant source of connective rather than substantive value. Scent is built on the notion that the connective value of a network is what should earn it profit. But the substantive value, the content coming from individuals within the networks, should be redirected autonomously to the users within the network who benefit most from that value. Think about what was said. Scent was born from a few key ideas. The first being that social networks aren't really social networks. They're content networks. Listen to this now. Think about what it gets. What, think about what gets talked about on Facebook, on Instagram, and then you see those very things that were the subject matter of discussion be, uh, start being advertised to you. They're taking your thoughts, your 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 sharings. You know what I mean? Y'all social life, and they're using it in a way to have you be a consumer to your very own makings. Um, it goes on to say you have an existence on Facebook because you've created content and put it on Facebook. Whether the content takes the form of photos, statuses, comments, or videos, any mainstream social network will be a blank page without the content creators that give it life. Facts. We are social on these networks only to the degree that we are consuming, liking, commenting on, and sharing the content of others. Given the social networks are actually just content networks... It's odd that Facebook is valued at over $400 billion, while nearly all users of the platform make $0 for producing this content. Wow. I'm going to say that again. Given that social networks are actually just content networks, it's odd that Facebook is valued at over $400 billion, while nearly all users of the platform make $0 for producing this content. If writers still make money while their publisher rises in value, once again, if writers still make money, while their publishers rise in value, shouldn't content creators make money while the networks they share on rise in value? Boom. In the technological value that Facebook provides trustworthy of all creative value of nearly 30% of humanity who post their content on it. Once again, is the technological value that Facebook provides truly worth all of the creative value of nearly 30% of the humanity who post on their content on that? We don't think so. We think that the future of the economy and the world Rest with the creator. And the history of the internet is a slow march towards the inevitability. For many, this march can be scary. Autonomous systems, code, and robotics will continue to replace human jobs and thereby sources of income. I'm going to say that again. Autonomous systems, code, and robotics will continue to replace human jobs and thereby sources of income that do not directly rely on labor that is uniquely human. But what labor is uniquely human? The only labor that is uniquely human is labor that computers can't currently do. Think about all the things that artificial intelligence could do right now. I mean, think about how a fast food restaurant works. There really isn't much human interaction that's really needed. They can definitely and do have automated cooking machines, uh, machines that take orders, machines that can dispense the, the, the liquid, and the machine that can serve you. There's really no human interaction that's really needed in such a device as a fast food restaurant. Uh, it goes on to say the more an occupation requires an algorithmic workflow, 
Hold on. I'm going to start it back over. It says the only labor that is uniquely human is labor that computers can't currently do. The more an occupation requires an algorithmic workflow, the faster that job will become an actual algorithm. Pour coffee, add sugar, swipe card, repeat. Given that trend, the foundation of tomorrow's economy must rest on things that are difficult to turn into algorithms. This is where the creativity comes in, in, in the play, my friends. This foundation must be composed of mechanisms that directly monetize the aspects of humans that are non-algorithmic, perspective, and creativity. Perspective, in this context, is your unique angle of the view of the world, your subjectivity, your personal feelings. Creativity is what, makes, is what you make when you use your perspective. When critics, when critics of rapid technological progress warn that this rampant global unemployment will lead to chaos and economic depression, they're often conf uh, conflating two separate ideas, employment and income. And they're talking about chaos, anarchy. Um, when we look at the fact that they have citizenized a artificial intelligence in Saudi Arabia, that means they can now tax that artificial intelligence, right? So if we are, if the world's ran on debt and debt is paid in taxes and you can start taxing inanimate objects or artificial, artificially alive objects, what type of human um, need is there then as far as, you know, the income of a country goes? It goes on to say, as long as social society requires money. Mass unemployment is only a catastrophe if there aren't other sources of income available. It's nearly always assumed that unemployment itself is an inherently bad thing. But is it? Think about what they're saying. Is mass employment really the crowning achievement of an enlightened society? If humans invent robots to do jobs they don't want to do, is it really a tragedy that those jobs are no longer required of humans? In many ways, the opposite is true. Rising unemployment can be seen as a sign that they are entering a new age of automated productivity, that our species is being liberated from the types of labor that are inherently inhuman to begin with. As we're unshackled from the chains of cruel, pre-digital industrial processes and set free to explore the unpotential creative, unpotentiated, excuse me, creative landscapes of sight of our psyches, new octaves in human flourishing are suddenly made possible. Just as the moral progress of the 19th century abolished most racial slavery, the technological progress of the 21st century will abolish most economic slavery. That is very key what they just said. Scent is built to help ease our transition into the less employed future. It's designed to become a core layer of the future creative economy. One that directly monetizes the creative and perspective based value that single individuals provide. The way we're building scent is unique. We want our process to be transparent. As the network evolves, it will take the form of an interconnected constellation of contracts. A contract is a decentralized piece of code designed to align incentives among multiple users. By decentralized, we mean the code that runs on a programmable open source blockchain, currently, which is Ethereum. And key they say currently, meaning that they will be moving to their own blockchain, in my opinion. In the simplest terms, a blockchain is a commonly shared database that uses advanced math to make sure no one could lie to each other. I like that. Crucially, this architecture also allows for the creation of scarce digital assets that enable us to use decentralized digital currencies to align incentives in far more intricate ways than fiat currencies ever could. Incentives are what make us get out of bed in the morning. 
Economic incentives give us the reason to care about a particular thing and do so in a way that is logical rather than emotional. Digital incentive structures allow programs to crystallize new social platforms for humans to live within, creating new types of interpersonal interaction and possibility. Scent derives its name from the fact that it runs on these two core principles. It incentivization, incentivization and decentralization. When we started testing our beta product a month or two ago, we deployed our relatively simple contract into Ethereum. It allows people to request anything of the network and provide a financial bounty in ETH or Ether, the cryptocurrency of Ethereum, to incentivize the best responses. A key differentiator of our system was that the user base, not the requester, voted on which responses get the bounty. Originally, we hypothesized it would, use predominant, it would be used predominantly as a Q&A service. Basically, you ask a question, somebody answers it, and somebody gets an incentive for that question and answer. Um, users would ask questions and get answers. However, we quickly realized that users were using this bounty principle in many ways we didn't originally consider. And that's called evolution and just natural growth, organic. Users were asking questions, but they were also commissioning custom content to be creative and driving incentivized traffic to their projects. We realized that bounties at their core incentivize behaviors. Specifically, our bounty contract began to be used for three categories of behavior. Answer, make, and react. Answering questions, making custom content, and reacting to someone's project, music, video, all seemingly provide enough value for people to place a financial bounty on them. Beyond that, beyond that a community surrounding the network has begun to form. It's named itself and has begun to evolve over nouns and verbs. Users call themselves sentients and refer to scenting something as putting a bounty on it. Need someone to Photoshop your friend's face on a giraffe body? Scent it and you'll get a few choices within a couple hours. Need 50 people who aren't your friends to listen to your new song and give some of the hottest feedback today? Scent it. Need to know how people are thinking about an upcoming Bitcoin fork? Scent your question and learn. As we release new contracts, users will be enabled to participate in different implementations of incentive structures that allow for the change of creativity and financially based value. Future contracts uh, be custom. Future contracts be custom design will be custom design will allow for entirely different types of media to be shared and monetized between users, such as music, listeners, video to viewer, and writer to reader. We started with our bounty contract because the infrastructure in place for blockchain applications is fairly underdeveloped. We wanted to build something that could actually get used in the real world today. Most blockchain applications are still in an imaginary state with only a website and a white paper. We wanted to make a different approach. One inspired from the old school startup wisdom of iteration and uh, leanness. Rather than release our white paper and funding strategy up front, we released a beta product and are growing a user base that is informing us about what they actually want. Uh, when the time is right, we will release our... So let me see, what do we leave off at? Uh, in our white paper, we go into detail about our yet to be released uh, platform token, Scent. At a high level, Scent is an ERC20 token issued to users when they bounty something. 
The larger the bounty, the more scent you receive. It's more complex than that, but on a basic level, this issuance model incentivizes users to continually add significant bounties to the system. The tokens can then be used to enhance the exposure of content that is posted within the system, enabling the creation of an international or of an internal attention economy that we will go into much more detail on in future posts. The ultimate vision for Scent is to become an income source for anyone who wants to provide their value to society via a digital network. We see Scent becoming a foundational, legitimate source of decentralized income for anyone. If you can provide creative or perspective-based value to networks of people via technologies like Scent, you are future-proofing your value add to society by making certain it is non-algorithmic. All this while supporting structures of mutual, um, let me see, all this while supporting structures of mutual benefit value that reflects humans' best intentions. Eventually, we see a future where each user or each value generating entity becomes something like a currency that can be invested in. But we'll discuss that more as time goes on. Even though you currently need some amount of technical knowledge in order to use Scent, understanding the basic use of Ethereum, etc., because you have to use MetaMask or built-in wallets, um, that will soon no longer be the case. And the user experience will become as seamless as any other mainstream application, meaning that they will be doing away with the, uh, the uh, MetaMask connection or the, uh, the other wallet you have to connect. There, uh, yep. And I believe that it is. Until then, we'll do whatever to create valuable things and share your knowledge. We'll help you turn that into income. And finally, like I said, this was uh, written by Max Brody, one of the creators of Scent. Um, very well put together. Very, very good breakdown of what the platform is to be used for and all. And um, just after reading that, before I leave, I want to go and take a look at the leaderboard, which is the top, um, the top income for the month, for the last 30 days. Right now, we got uh, Javo, I believe, or Havo. J-A-V-O, making $298.44 over the last 30 days. And below him, you have McKee at $281. Below that, Matthew at $167. Um, E-Germ at $127. And then ends Crypto coming in at number five at $82 for the month. So, family, this is the income. This is actual income that these fellas, these individuals, these entities are making off of this Scent platform. I hope that this was very helpful to, uh, for you, for both the listener and the viewer. For those that are listening that may want to view, you can check this out at Chicago Crypto Hustler on um, on YouTube. Also, also, in fact, no, I think this one, in fact, this one's going to be on Cryptonomic Console. So, Cryptonomic Console on YouTube, not Chicago Crypto Hustler. You can check this one on the Cryptonomic Console. It'll also be part of the New Money Matrix podcast that is... Um, that you can find let me see i may do a video and then put a link to it on both of my youtube channels for those that are viewing this that may want to listen right around listen to the podcast i'll definitely put a link to it in the description of the video until the next video until the next podcast this is amir the chicago crypto hustler bitcoin block bully peace power and prosperity family i am out of here